You're listening to Travel Tales with Fergal. Hello, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to the podcast. Today's special episode is all about West Cork and I have to say I really love doing specials based in Ireland because the real passion Irish people have for their home areas always shines through just like in this episode. I interviewed two hoteliers from the Clonakilty area to give us an overview of the area with some local tips and special recommendations. My first interviewee is Michael O'Neill from Fernhill House and Gardens Hotel, who's a fourth generation hotelier in Clonakilty. Then you will hear from Keila Hodgins of Donovan House, a very famous place which was previously owned by Noel Redding from the Jimi Hendrix experience. But Keila and Michael are part of Ireland's Blue Book which is a collection of family-owned and run Irish country houses, manor houses, castles and restaurants, and their website is irelands-blue-book.ie. First, you're going to hear a short clip now from my travel slot on Tip FM, and then we'll get to hear from Michael, followed by Keila, and they really do bring West Cork alive for us. Will you talk to us about the, the, the Blue Book? Because I know you're a big fan. I am. And you know what? People from abroad ask me for recommendations. You know, I'm always giving recommendations. And I would always recommend the Blue Books mm. because they're all country houses generally. They're run by families. So what that means is you really get the Irish hospitality and you also, you're also you staying in these old houses with great history. Mm. So I would always recommend people to stay here. And, you know, they're doing specials as well also for, for winter, winter stays. But also the other one is, is if you don't know uh, what to get someone, I, I would go my top tip, like travel for a travel present is a blue book voucher. You know, as a Christmas present, if you, you weren't too sure, you know, it, it's a great one. It really is. Isn't indeed. Now you spoke to two owners um, of houses on the in the Blue Book, and you brought it, me back such memories talking about Fernhill House. Actually. Yeah. yeah, you know, two of the best people to talk to. I talked to two of the hoteliers, and you say Michael O'Neill, you oh, know, he was a great him. old friend of mine years ago. Yeah, yeah, fourth yeah. generation. So they're fourth generation. Mm-hmm. So if you want, you know, if I want to get a recommendation about where to go in West Cork, he was the guy to talk to. I mean, he was mayor of Clonakilty, mm-hmm. and you know, he's just you know, you could say pure Cork. Yeah, it was amazing. And re- I mean, he. He wouldn't mind us describing him as a real character. Hello, Michael. It's great to see you. Um, you're very welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks very much. I'm delighted for the opportunity to be able to showcase Miss Cork. Your family, you're a fourth generation hotelier and you're, you're based in the heart of West Cork and Clonakilty. So I suppose my first question for you is what is West Cork? Like, especially for our listeners overseas, like what area does that cover? So West Cork is in the very south of Ireland, so it's kind of um, over towards the the west uh, of the, the southern part of Ireland. So it's kind of jutting out into the Atlantic. So it's it's a lot of that wildness, you know, from from the Atlantic and shaped by the headlands. We're not from you're not from Ireland, you're not from once you're from West Cork. It's, exactly. it's always very important, and people always make fun of us because we're very proud of our area. So basically, um, it stretches from kind of Kinsale, uh, which is in just down south of uh, Cork City, which is a beautiful little town. Brilliant gourmet scene. Uh, over that, that side is kind of more tranquil bays and things like that. And it's, it's lovely. There's a great variety of scenery in West Cork. And then as you go further west, it gets wilder. And uh, which which would be more to my heart. Uh, uh, west is best, I always say. Yeah. And uh, then um, then you're over towards the headlands. And uh, you're going past Clannacilty, past Gibberine. Lovely little towns and little villages. And over towards um, uh, the headlands then. And there's great wildness there, and it, it just it's, it's attracted people from all over the world for uh, 
for generations to, to live there. They, people fall in love with the area. And um, we have a great uh, collection of blow-ins from, from other countries, as we call them. So it's a fantastic place to, to visit. And I'm sure you'll fall in love with it when you do. Yeah, there's a great variety to the place. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of like a, a little snapshot of Ireland um, in, in the one area, because you have that variety. Like, you you know, you can say they're kind of towards the city area and, and you kind of like um, sheltered bays and things like that. Uh, then you've the islands, which are like totally different, and like you're going kind to of really stepping back in time when you're when you're on them. You go out to the headlands, and it's, it's 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 again it's wild again there. And um, we have the highest proportion of um craft food producers in Ireland, like you know little companies like Clannacilty Black Pudding here in Fernhill. We make our own gin. Everyone's at it. Everyone's making <laughs> something. It's just that it's that kind of craft nature, and everyone's kind of a bit artistic, and you're, and we're all feeding off each other, and there's that great energy. So that's just the food, for example. But then we have fantastic um, writers, like my my second cousin, um, uh, Louise O'Neill, like our great grand our great grandfather bought Fernhill. She's like one of the top uh, writers in Ireland. But uh, there's like there's loads of fantastic um authors uh, and then people people move from um all over the world to, to the, the authors living here and then artists as well and uh and then the music like you know it's just, um brilliant like in Clannock Hilti there's a music session every night of the week you know where would you get it it's just it's just absolutely fantastic and it's really authentic music it's like yeah. traditional Irish music like in the O'Donovans on a Tuesday you you go in there and there'll be about there will be about 30 people with with um, with different musical instruments and everyone taking turns and if you bring one yourself, you can join in or you can sing a song or you can just observe, you know, and it's um it's um absolutely fantastic culture, you know. And it, but it's just basically it's a, a, a just go back again, it's a fantastic scenery and the mix of people that is brought and everyone feeding off each other to be one of the greatest um wealth of um culture on the island, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's a, it's really unique um place, you know, and like uh and, and like the people it produces like i like i always think it's amazing like i love history and things like that you know yeah. that, that like um like uh, you know just before the famine uh, uh jfk's great-grandmother's family was living just around clannacilty like about with, with about three miles of each other jfk's great-grandmother's family and uh, michael Collins's um family and uh and uh henry ford's father you know they were the three the, the biggest characters of the of the 20th century just the people it produces, you know, it just uh, it's amazing, you know. And is there Michael Collins' house in in um, Clannacilty? Yeah, that's a visitor yeah. center now, isn't it? There is. We have two fantastic uh, Michael Collins um, experiences. So there's the visitor center in town, and there's also the heritage center, which is run one of the, by one of the descendants, which is great. And then like you can go to the home um, place where he was born, and you see where you know where he like he was such an amazing character. He did it all before he's thirty two, you know, like. Yeah. Fighting a campaign to win our independence, and who's also minister for finance, exactly. and uh, like, uh, and and he did all this while having to sleep in a different bed every night. And in the pub that um he was going, that, that was about a hundred yards from where he was born, and it's the, it's the same pub is still standing. It, himself and um his entourage had a drink in there the just just before they left, where he was very sadly killed. So you can go in there and and toast the big fella. And uh, I was in there for the hundredth anniversary. Of, uh, of of them being in there and leaving, it was in August. You know, it was just such an amazing experience to be in there. And then my father went up to the bar, and there was brandy glasses above the counter, and um, he went to order a drink, and a brandy glasses hopped down in front of him. It was absolutely amazing. We all couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> the hand of Michael Collins. Yeah, and it, like oh, because like the, the, him and his entourage just to that to that very hour were there a hundred years ago, and the, the brandy glass hopping down. 
was um it was amazing so your family there you mentioned your father and you know you're like fourth generation so you're like the the fur you know the fernil house hotel and gardens and fourth generation that's amazing you know in ireland it's it's unusual like i'm a yeah. third generation publican myself from clare so i know what that's like growing up and having you know being in the same in hospitality for a couple of generations that's very special though isn't it it is, yeah. It's, it, oh, it's fantastic. We well, like to know I'd be biased, of course, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, it's just it is uh, getting more rare and unique. But I do think it creates a fantastic um, uh, place, to, a special place to visit because uh, it's just the family care so much, and like we live and breed it, and you know, uh, all the staff we treat like our own. So there's a great atmosphere, and like it just the attention to detail, the care that like uh, just it's just hospitality, and like that's what hospitality is all about, like. Uh, going someplace and feeling like you've been cared for and having a wonderful experience. And I think that's what a family run business can uh, provide over other ones. And like, um, and that's kind of what the blue book is all about, you know, it's, it's that, that level of, uh, of attention and care and uh, unrivaled. Exactly. So you're just, you've just joined the blue book, haven't you, for the new season? Isn't that right? Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. We're absolutely delighted. Uh, like the blue book is such a special, it is the pinnacle mm. of hospitality in Ireland. You know, we've long, long admired it. Uh, you know, as someone who grew up in hospitality and I love it, I, in a country house, uh, I just absolutely, it, you know, it's been such an ambition for years. Really an inspiration to bring us to that standard as well. You know, I know that we're there, we're, we're constantly striving to create an even more special uh, experience for our guests and our blue book guests, you know, because uh, it is just such a, a wonderful thing. You know, I think it's, it's something really uh, we should tre- treasure as a country because it's just a, uh, so it's just so special and um, the great experiences it creates for visitors and for our own people as well to go and visit. Do you know, just the attention to detail, like we're doing an art trail, like every single piece of art in the, in the house is, uh, it, it, it's, um, it has been handpicked to reflect the local area. So like you're visiting an area, you want to experience the area and like you don't want some type of faceless um, brand chain thing where you just don't get the experience. You know, you're, you're missing out uh, and a lot of the, the visit then when you go to a family-run place, like they're steeped in the location, they can bring the location into the hospitality experience through the food, through the the art, through the the furnishings, just through the the culture and and, and everything, and, and saying hello to the people or I meet mean, the local family-run people, and uh, so you get more of an ex- it's more of an experience to visit destination when you're staying a property like that because you're getting more under the skin of the exactly. property. And, of the location. Yeah, and, and it has its own unique personality. I mean, your place must really have your family's personality. So was it your great-grandfather in the 40s? That yeah, it? yeah. So, so the host is back over 200 years and there's like a fantastic hist- um, history to the host. Like I, I do like hour-long talks on, on, on the history. But, um, so my great-grandfather, MJ, bought Fernhill. So he was like a, he his own, he was like a farmer and butcher by trade and he was also mayor of the town. And um, he was an auctioneer as well involved in lots of different things. And um, so he was mayor of Clannacilty. And um, so they, like my family would be kind of steeped in Clannacilty. And, uh, just and you, were, you were mayor as well, weren't I you? I was, yeah. So my, my great-grandfather, my grandfather, my uncle were mayor of Clannacilty. And I was mayor. Um, some people, kids would want to grow up to be um, David Beckham or <laughs> a soccer player. I wanted to be mayor of Clannacilty. I love the area. I love I love the people. I love welcoming people to Clannacilty. And uh, so it's just a really odd fit together. It was, it was a really special time. You mentioned Clan- you're just outside Clannacilty, which we very well known to people as one of the most famous towns. Yeah, I suppose it's got a great. I mean, there's so much an offer there around Clannacilty, isn't there? 
Yeah, so like uh, Clannacilty is a fantastic place to visit. So we uh, brilliant hotels like ourselves and uh, like there's other ones as well. And then like um, the music and the tone, there's uh, great festivals like the guitar festival. There's music every night of the week. It's a very picturesque tone. It's constantly winning awards. Like like we have the National Tidy Tones, which we which uh, if you're not from Ireland, it's like a religion. Every tone goes absolutely <laughs> mad to try and win it. And like, like Clannacilty is is done as the best. A uh, small town in Ireland in, in it. Uh, we won it this year, and it's, it's always winning awards uh, for being picturesque and everything. It's it's a stunning town. And then uh, just outside, we won in Shinani Beach, which is regularly voted the nicest beach in Ireland. Yeah. And uh, as you mentioned at the start, we're like in the heart of West Cork, so ideal for touring around. Like that, that's um, that's just one of my favorite things to tell people to do: just get out there in the in the car and uh, and experience our own West Cork. You know, and you can ideally suit here. You can venture. East towards uh, Kinsey and Cork McSherry and the way along the wide Atlantic way, and then you can go west and um, there's loads of places to go. You can go to the islands, you can go to the um, loads of little picturesque villages like Glendor, as you, you know, as you mentioned earlier on. That just is absolutely gorgeous. It's one of the most, It's got all the most expensive houses in West Cork, it's, and it's perched up over a little lovely little bay. Great place to stop for food. Uh, and then you go west along there's other villages like Skull and Bally the Hob and all the characters and the food out there and everything and then uh, onto the Mizzen Head which is absolutely spectacular and you go to Mizzen Head Lighthouse and like like all, uh, the viewing points there are just amazing and like all the cliff uh, cliff faces and everything and the wind coming in because you're getting it's the whole stretch of the Atlantic coming at you and uh, you're going to go out there and then uh, there's great activities like uh, whale watching some of the best whale watching in Europe and um, absolutely amazing. And, and the, the operators who do it are fantastic. They've got great experiences. Like, oh, you went to South Africa and I went to one of the top uh, safaris. And then, like, um, they came home the next month, uh, they did the, the whale watching, and it was way better. Because, like, you're doing your safari, you're kind of going on for ages, you're lucky to see anything. And, like, yeah. I went out whale watching. So, we went out in the boat, and there's there's dolphins constantly. There's hundreds of dolphins here. Where where do you do that? There's, there's loads of places. Like, my, my friend, uh, who's, a, who's a TD, uh, one of our politicians, he's his own company um, in Court McSherry. There's a brilliant crowd in uh, Reen Union Hall. And there's in Baltimore, there's loads that, that, that do, do it as well. But basically, we know that day, hundreds of dolphins. You're going along, and then you're kind of, you have to help spot, like you have to kind of keep look for the, the whales who blow and, you know, where out their spout, you know, to look, keep an eye out for that and you'd be kind of help spotting as a bit of crack. We saw humpback whales, absolutely amazing creatures. And we got to watch them doing bubble netting, which is we got to watch them hunting, basically. So the way the, the dolphins like chase like um, all the small fish into like a ball, we'll say, whales go underneath them and they, they blow bubbles up underneath them and it forces the fish up to the top and you see the bubbles coming up, you know, and you're just watching it. The next thing, this huge moat just comes all the way up, and the moat comes up, and the way and catches all the fish, and then and then the whale is up at the top of the water, and then flicks the tail, amazing tail up in the sky, and back down into the deeps, and then and we're there watching that for you know about an hour. It's amazing. And then we said we go home, and we saw fin whales on the way back, and fin fin whales are like the second, they're the second largest animal in the world, just behind the blue whale. And like and what they're like the greyhounds of the sea, so they're just constantly racing around the place. And uh, like there was a like, three of them racing our boat, and we're like flying along after them, and they, they were flying along at mad speeds. And um and then the West Cork countryside uh, coastline off in the distance, and I was just there like what an experience! It's absolutely amazing. Just want to ask you about your your hotel. Like you're famous for your gardens, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So we have amazing gardens here at, at Fern Hill. So. Um, 
basically like the, the the house here is over 200 years so it's always fantastic gardens and then we kind of read if they kind of change through the generations and things like that and then in 2000 and um if we redeveloped them and then we brought mary reynolds on involved so basically the chelsea flower show um which uh, like would be the world's most renowned garden um, um show in, in the world um she entered that she was youngest ever gold medal winner at that and she was up against prince charles's garden in wow. king charles's now in the <laughs> final you know so she's stiff competition as, as the youngest ever winner you know is absolutely so she's like a rock star in the in the in the gardening world and uh, so, yeah, like just we, we decided years ago, we want to do our gardens. We want our gardens to be the best in the world. So we went to the best in the world as a designer. And uh, we uh, so she did, really created a, a really wonderful place. And Mary's just so, what I love about it, she's just so in, in touch with nature. And um, she really tr- tries to create a feeling in a garden. So like uh, when you're walking, like I think the happiest place to be is when you're walking through nature and just connecting to it. And yeah. she tries to bring that into the garden. She's not like shoehorning um flowers in and things like that because that's going to be artificial and just create a nice sense and the kind of structure of the gardens yeah it's a great experience there's a different variety there and then i'm uh, i was the i'm the vice chairperson of the west cork garden trail which would be um the so because west cork is a fantastic place uh, to go and uh most of the people who run the gardens are people who come in from abroad as well you know and it's just kind of a great mix and um of different people and uh, on it, and uh, it's just a, f- a fantastic. What's the website for that? www.westcockgardentrail.com. And are the old country houses and places like that? It's it's, it? it's a mix, yeah. So like Trishan House, which would be like uh, you know the Somerville and Ross and Play Right, so it would be like that family. So like Trishan House and the new like um, Garnish Island, which is an island the gar- uh, of Garnish. Amazing. Of, 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 it's a whole island turning kind of into a, garden. Kind of a, it's got a tropical subculture, hasn't yeah. it? From the- yeah, yeah, we're like the whole the West Cork um gets the, the Gulf Stream up from Mexico, so like we've a like it's warmer soil here, so we can grow more plants, and then we've like the temperate it, it it's and then we've the kind of colder environment from being in Ireland, and so it's the right mix that we can create, create an unrivaled variety of plants in Europe, and uh, so there's all different uh, different gardens to explore, but uh, so it's just kind of extension of West Cork, all the different hidden gems you'll find and uh, different kind of experiences you know yeah. i think really if you visit you're leave refreshed and enriched well it's not just the gardens what i love about that is you're going to get the gardens but also the history of cork and the culture so you get a great feel for the area by going to those gardens don't you, you do you do yeah yeah and you're out in, in, in nature which is yeah. a lovely place to be you know so and like getting and like the you're hitting getting hitting the culture and the history of the place as well which uh, makes it unique and getting under the skin of the area which is always a lovely thing to do, you know. And like gardens are amazing, but like you kind of have to have the weather to play ball uh, with them. And like, uh, but there are great indoor experiences as well. Like uh, just in case you get the odd rainy day. And like, uh, <laughs> so like, um, like like in Clannacilty, there's uh, great food experiences. Like the uh, there's a new distillery opened up, the Clannacilty Distillery. And like most distilleries that do tours, they open as a distillery, add on the tours later. Yeah. But uh, this this place opened. Um, uh, like they built it purpose purposely for, for a tour so you can get right in there you know it's an amazing it's, uh, building isn't it it's yeah amazing. yeah absolutely fantastic and like the where they go like and and the, the, the story of the, the the products as well in the clanicilty distillery uh it's, like you can uh, like they grow out of the the barley and the, the different grains out, out on the galley head so it's you know it's getting the washing from the atlantic way in you know seasoning what they have and they, they store the barrels out there as well when they're aging things you know so they, they, they like to think that adds on a bit of extra extra bit of character to the different products they have. 
Exactly. And I just want to direct people to your website because it's it's fernhillhousehotel.com and you've got yeah. a br- brilliant sections on it about day trips and things to do. So if you want to, I would really recommend people to go to that to see one for somewhere to stay, but also your about what's on in West Cork and where to go. You give great tips. Uh, yeah, so we're really looking forward to getting more people down here to West Cork. It's an amazing place to visit and uh, I'm sure you'll love it. So um, see you in West Cork. Hi Keila, you're very welcome to podcast. Thank you very much. I would say you have a great story. It's kind of, I would say the story of West Cork, as in people from not from West Cork going there, falling in love with the place and staying there. Yes, yeah, I think uh, yeah, West Cork is used to invaders. So <laughs> yeah, we're we're Dublin invaders. Um, but really by chance that we ended up here. Uh, so we are here in Danone House just over nine years. We were nine years um, at Halloween and we happened upon Danone House and West Cork by chance. We were looking to move out of Dublin, do something different, just change our lives a bit. I blame my husband for watching too many episodes of Escape to the Country. <laughs> so, <laughs> every year we go and look at somewhere and think, oh, yeah, what could we do? And uh, we came down to West Cork to look at another house and it wasn't right. And while we were here, we were staying overnight. We said, OK, let's see what else is for sale. And Dunoan House was for sale. It had been for sale for about three years. I remember reading about it in, um, I think it was the Sunday Times. And, yeah, we drove by, said, OK, this looks nice. We came back down the following weekend and got a tour of it with the estate agent. And then we both walked out of the house and said, OK, we either do it now or we never do it. And within six weeks, we had sold our house in Dublin <laughs> wow. and we were here and we were we were like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? <laughs> so both of us don't come from hospitality backgrounds. So it was a bit of a no, it wasn't a bit. It was a major leap of faith. So, um, yeah, that's how how we came here originally. You know, you said you mentioned that you saw an article in the paper and that was probably to do with Noel Reddick. Because that it is his, it was his house, and he did the same thing in a way, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Like when he left the Jimi Hendrix experience, just um, around the time of Woodstock, he just needed to get out of that scene. I think, and the the story goes that he stuck a pin in a map, a world map, and it was Ireland, and it was West Cork. So he rented somewhere, I think, around by Skibbereen first, and then bought an own house for you know. I think he nearly spent all the money that he got the one payoff when he left the band and it most of it went into the house and he spent really the next 30 years just chipping away at it and, you know, making changes and upgrades and entertaining like music and rock legends and really just being one of those old fashioned West Cork escapees, you know, mm. with um, yeah, with an interesting backstory. <laughs> he, was sort of, he was sort of one of the originals because West Cork has become so well known for that, hasn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. And he was really one of the key figures in bringing the whole music scene to West Cork. Um, like he had weekly gigs, was probably sessions in Debarras and in O'Donovan's Fisher's Cross down by Galleyhead and Shanley's and all the pubs that then became known as real music pubs in Clannacilty. Um, he he had a big role to play in that. And That's still there. Hmm? That tradition is still there, you know. Sure it is, still yeah. is known. The bars is still going strong. And 
yeah. West Cork has that great tradition, you know, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's still known really by a lot of people as Noel's house. It'll never be Keelan Stevens' house. <laughs> really? That's good. So, you know, when we say to people where we live and they say, oh yeah, yeah, Noel's house. And do you ever get people like uh, coming by to, to visit because they know about Noel or Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, we do. Like we've had some really interesting people came. Um, I think the, the real pinch me moment was when Marsha Hunt turned up at the door Wow. And she had stayed in the house with Noel um, probably not long after the whole Mick Jagger sort of. Thing. She had a child with she Mick had a Jagger. Child with, yeah, yeah. And she came here to, she had, she told us when she came here that when she stayed, she promised Noel she'd write a book. So she came to the house with a book and she asked, could she have a look around now the house looks a lot different really from when Noel was here, but that was a real, my God, you know, I remember reading about Marsha Hunt and reading about the whole thing with Mick Jagger and there she is, she just turns up on our doorstep. So what I really love about your place, you're outside Clannacilty and you're right, I mean, you're a less than five minute walk, I would say, from Little Cove, Sands Cove, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. so Sands Cove is at the bottom of the laneway from the house and it's not Sandy. Sands no. Cove is named after the original owner of Dunone House, which was Captain George Sands in the 1700s. So this whole area, Dunone, was would be have been part of the Dunone estate. It's quite a, a big peninsula. But then now we only have just over four acres. But so Sands Cove is at the bottom of the laneway. But within five minutes of the house, there's five beaches, either walking or driving. Um, we would kayak and swim out of Sands Cove in the summer, but all year round we'd swim in or bodyboard down in, in Red Strand Beach, which is also one of my favourites. And that has got fabulous views of Galleyhead Lighthouse. Um, and then between us and Clonakilty, there's Inchidani Beach. And then between us and Ross Carberry, there's Long Strand. So like we're just, we are totally surrounded by beautiful beaches i know but it's such a lovely thing to have to get up and go walk down to the beach to go for a swim in the morning yeah, i think yeah, yeah. that's really special isn't it? like what is it about west cork that makes it so special compared to other parts of ireland like i would go the wide atlantic way each county or on the wide atlantic way is very different and i think cork has got its own kind of unique personality as well what would you what would you say it is this area is used to invaders you know mm. when you think back to the sacking of baltimore you know they're used to the area is used to people coming in and think over time um, and maybe because we're facing out to the sea there's a very openness uh, people are very friendly um, and and i think warm and and genuine like I couldn't believe how quickly we were accepted into the community down here and the community spirit is brilliant. Like there's a lot of people will come back with their families to live in this area. They might go off and, you know, live abroad or live in the cities, but they love coming back because it really is special and it's not overdeveloped. You know, there's so much wilderness still and so many, like I said, beautiful beaches and it really is I think it's such a special place. Like we've traveled all over uh, and we've lived in different places and had holiday homes, you know, but I've never had, I've never wanted to stay anywhere as much as I want to stay here. Like I can't imagine us moving from here back to Dublin, you know, sorry, all my, all my <laughs> <family>. <laughs> but it is a very uh, accepting and open place. 
Yeah, actually, that's what it is, because they're used to people coming in. So they're they're very open to people mm. coming in um, and, and tourists as well. You feel yeah. that you feel they obviously know that it's such an important part of the economy as well for the area. But it's a natural thing. Yeah, it's not it's not forced. No. You know, it. you know, there are some places you go and you feel the whole thing has been created just for the tourists. But it's not. I think when I think what guests love about coming here is that it, it becomes just part of a daily life you don't feel that you're you know a tourist really you feel that you've instantly become part of what the people around here do whether that's the swimming or the you know the the shopping for the food in the farmers markets like that's a real thing the farmers markets aren't diddly idle here you know it's where we can go and get really good food you're right actually i love that when i go on holidays like say abroad or whatever i I go like just saying to the place in puglia and that's why I like it, because it feels lived in. It's, you know, the yeah, markets yeah. are local markets, not tourist markets, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. And you're right, West Cork, I mean, like say Skibbereen and towns like that, they're very much country towns or, you know yeah. what I mean, as well as everything else. We would always encourage our guests to go to the, the markets, especially Skibbereen Market, because yeah. it, it's real. OK, you'll get some things that are, are you know, seasonal or just for summer people but like all year round you can go and get your fish and your vegetables and your plants and your handicrafts and there's always real characters there and mm. this is what they're doing for their living and they're going back and they're growing the stuff and they're making the stuff and um yeah no it is it's it, it is a, a real it's a real place <laughs> and was the sea a, a, a thing for you like are you a swimmer or yes and I'm a Pisces so <laughs> <laughs> well there you go it was faith <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't think we could have lived far from the sea. Uh, and I am an all round swimmer. There's a group of of women of a certain age that we all swim regularly, you know, all year round. It's coming to the time now where we'll put on our wetsuits and maybe bring bodyboards. But um, down on, on Red Strand Beach, there is uh, at the weekends a sauna. So that's really, really popular. Wow. So you know, have a sauna on the beach, run into the sea, get back in and out. And um, yeah, you can book it for yourself or just join in with other people. So yeah, that's well, nothing like that, I think, yeah. you know, especially in winter, you know, and then maybe uh, into the pub for a hot whiskey or something oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> so where would you go if you if I had to get a hot whiskey then after that swim, where would you go around there? Um, Well, it wouldn't really be open now on a Sunday morning. But... <laughs> So quite close to us, there's a, a pub and restaurant called O'Sullivan's, the Mountain House. Um, and that's a quite a, an old fashioned pub. And they've added the food offering there. But that'd be a good place. Or O'Donovan's Fisher's Cross, which is a really old fashioned pub, but a great local pub. Um, if you want to go and meet people yeah. from here, you go there and have a pint or have an Irish coffee or a hot whiskey. They'd be too very close to us here. And when I think of West Cork, I always think like the food because mm-hmm. it's such and also it's got a real international element like in uh, is it in Baltimore. Baltimore Day Days, the yeah. House. Yeah. One of our favorite restaurants okay. ever, like ever. Um, It's it's really amazing. It, it, it is worth it's a destination and it's worth driving down there and having the lunch or the dinner. Um, the food, it, it's got the Turkish influence, but using West Cork ingredients. So it's really exciting and fa- fabulous service. And just, yeah, really, like that. that's that's one of our favourites. And where else would you recommend? 
So the chestnut, yeah, yeah Rob and Elaine, the chestnut are great. Um, and then there's they're both Mitchell and Star, aren't they? Yeah, the chestnut yeah, and yeah. yeah, it's amazing, yeah. And then Pilgrims in Ross Carberry is really good. Um, of a similar style, but a, a little bit more relaxed, you know. Um, and then we love the Lifeboat Inn in Court McSherry, uh, Monks Lane in um, Timaleek. Uh, closer to us here, um, the Dunmore House Hotel has a really good restaurant there. That's a Michelin recognised as well, the Adrift restaurant in the Dunmore House Hotel. Uh, yeah, like there's, there's lots, casual and mm. really special. And actually, I keep just want to, rem- to let people know your your donownhouse.ie website. You've got a great uh, kind of activities, food, things to do in in West Cork. I'd recommend people to go and look at that because you've got you've laid out and you've laid out days, activities, and things like that, which is really good. Yeah, it's funny because we've had we have guests come and I'll say, "Have you any plans for the week?" And they'll say, oh, yeah, "I'm just going to just do everything that you said on the website." <laughs> Well, it's, well, it's done very well, you know, so that's gas. Yeah. Yeah. So like going down to Baltimore there, like you, even if you didn't go to the, the the customs house, like just going down, walking to the beacon, coming back, sitting at Bush's bar with a crab sandwich and, yeah. and a pint of Guinness or getting the ferry from Baltimore over to Shirkin Island, exploring Shirkin Island, having a sandwich in the, the Jolly Roger pub back over, you know, it, it, it's just like being in a whole other world doing something like that. It's 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 fabulous. And very different than anywhere else in Ireland, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like the islands, we love sending guests to the islands. So whether it's like out to Cape Clear, Shirkin, over to Hare Island, like these are things that you can, you can hop on the ferry and be like five minutes to Hare Island or 10 mm. minutes to Shirkin and you're on foot and you're just walking around seeing it reminds me of what Ireland was like when we were younger, you know, where it is this, these lanes with no traffic and you're just exploring and finding all these little hidden corners and beaches. And yeah, it's and the, and the scenery is spectacular. Yeah. And particularly if you're not from Ireland, I mean, that's the one to go to, isn't it? Because you yeah. really, as you say, you get the feel of you know, the real Ireland, you know, what I mean? yeah, the old yeah. Ireland, don't you? Yeah, you do. And it's it is like those picture postcard moments. When you go to these places, it's special. Yeah. And you mentioned there about kayaking, like it's great activities around that area as well, particularly around the sea, isn't there? Like kayaking yeah. and things like that. Yeah, we have our own kayaks and we go out and we fish. Um, we often catch fish for guests. But if there's a bigger group, we recommend going to somebody like Atlantic Sea Kayaking. Because one of the the best things you can do down here is do the nighttime kayaking experience, either in uh, Loch Ine or off Reen Pier near Castle Towns. And, and especially if you do it in the summer on a dark night, the bioluminescence in the water is it's just magical. It's like having, I always think it's like having Disney, you yeah. know, <laughs> like Tinkerbell off your fingertips when you put <laughs> your fingers in the water. It they they're really, really good. And operators like that they'll give you the training and they're insured and they've all the gear so if you've never kayaked before you can get in a kayak with somebody and by the end of the trip you feel like you're an expert <laughs> and it's great you're part of the blue book because you know you fit in with the being a country house but it's also a, li- a different offering do you know what i mean yeah. so that works really well doesn't it yeah and we're a blue book member now this is our third year uh, it was such like we were so delighted when they accepted us like I really couldn't believe you know that in such such a short space of time 
with us as novices that we had created something that they felt was good enough to be part of the group and their fantastic network and support and yeah. I love you know that we can talk to other businesses in the group and get get together socially and and everybody is they're really welcoming even though we're you know ostensibly we're competitors but it never feels like that you I know, know they're yeah. very happy to share what they know with you or pass people if they can't do something they put them in touch with you so yeah, no, it's a it's a brilliant blue book. It's a brilliant network, and it's particularly good presence in uh, West Cork. Yeah, no, it is. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Sure, you could just come to West Cork and not go anywhere else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Is it mostly groups, or can individuals book for your place, or how's that work? Um, well, no, we're one of the few private rental properties in the blue book. So when you stay, you take the entire property. Now, the entire property is two houses. We have the main house which sleeps up to 18 guests. And then we have the cottage with sleep, which is a three bedroom, which sleeps up to five. So for bigger groups, up to 23 people, you take both properties, smaller groups. Like if you only had two or three people wanted to come and stay, the cottage is ideal. Um, so it really depends on the group size, but we don't do rooms mm. only, you know, we don't do bed and breakfast. Um, it's more, yeah, come, come with your friends or come with your family multi-generational groups from abroad or Ireland and just come and stay and there's lots of space for everybody to just you know yeah. chill out and relax. Is it mostly groups or can individuals book for your place or how's that work? Um, well no, we're one of the few private rental properties in the blue book so when you stay you take the entire property. Now the entire property is two houses. We have the main house which sleeps up to 18 guests. And then we have the cottage with sleep, which is a three bedroom, which sleeps up to five. So for bigger groups, up to 23 people, you take both properties, smaller groups. Like if you only had two or three people wanted to come and stay, the cottage is ideal. Um, so it really depends on the group size, but we don't do rooms mm. only, you know, we don't do bed and breakfast. Um, it's more, yeah, come, come with your friends or come with your family multi-generational groups from abroad or Ireland and just come and stay and there's lots of space for everybody to just you know yeah. chill out and relax one thing that we've really seen growing for ourselves is small weddings and elo elopements so if there were you know if there was pe people abroad who always thought I'd love to get married in Ireland I don't want a big wedding I want to come and with my closest and stay and have everything provided that's something that we're doing a lot more of um so you could just turn up and everything is ready for you you know and we'll have the photographers sorted and the florists and the celebrants if you actually wanted to have your proper ceremony here um and then have that a real sort of wild irish wedding here in the house with that really cool sort of rock and roll history behind you Question I always ask people, I, I didn't tell you this before, but just I always say to people. So the question basically is, if you close your eyes and take four deep breaths and think of your happy place, where would that be and why? Well, I have to say, I think it's Red Strand Beach. Yeah, yeah, because it's really been the backdrop to so much of our life here. You know, all year round, I've made friends there. We've you know, we have a social life there. We we send our guests there. You know, there's just it's just a fabulous, beautiful location. I, I mean, the sky changes every day. The sea changes every day. 
it's just the place to go if you want to just totally switch off or you can go and meet people you know and have a swim or just hang out so I think when I depart maybe that's where they should scatter me (laughs) (laughs) out out at Red Strand Beach (laughs) I want to thank Keila and Michael for great interviews and bringing West Cork alive for us and giving us great tips And I also want to thank the Blue Book who have 63 properties all over Ireland. And I highly recommend people if you're looking for a lovely place to stay, family run, the Blue Book is the one. Check their website, irelands-blue-book.ie. I would ask if you could please subscribe to Apple Podcast so a new episode will appear in your library every week. I would also really appreciate if you could leave a rating and review as it helps others to discover this podcast. To find out who's on every Tuesday, please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Travel Tales with Fergal. Stay safe and keep dreaming of future travels. Travel Tales with Fergal.